I did hit record. Wow. What a way to start. What a way to start. I love the vibes you send. This is what he says. Not going long today. Well, that's not how I said it, but we did go, we did go long in the last show. And he says, uh, push play for whatever it's worth. (laughs) I'm raring to go. There you go. Typical STC. I was playing, uh, at least I I didn't fall asleep and miss uh, the start of the show by half an hour. I was playing just cause three though. So I able to, uh, I was able to liberate one town before I had to turn it off and come do this. Hmm. Well, break th- those rebels. I'm glad you're playing something different. Something, something fun. I don't play anything but fun. How, how, how long did the last episode go? What did it r- ring in it? I don't know. Hour and 20. Oof. Jeepers. Yeah. Well, you kept rambling on. I don't think so. I don't think so. What are you shoving in your mouth now? Nothing. Just some uh, colorful Tic Tacs. Oh, good. That nothing sounds better on the microphone than some Tic Tacs. You say that about everything I put in my mouth. Well, let's start this episode of uh, TMB properly here. There we go. That's a sweet sound. What? What were you finally able to open there? <laughs> You're handling that bottle opener like an amateur. <laughs> what did you do? A pop? A nice, a nice tall bottle of uh, Coca-Cola. Yeah, like you need to be drinking that. What's that mean? It's not good for you. It's 10 pounds of sugar. You know how many of those I see you drop down you? Yeah. Why is it okay for you? Have you looked at me? <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. There goes some unsubs right there. <laughs> what does that mean? Unsubs. People aren't going to put up with that. You crazy? Good. That kind of arrogance. I don't want them uh, listening. Listen, buddy boy. You're the one who always says you marvel at how much I can shovel in. You're just waiting for my metabolism to explode on me one day. That's right. At some point, your 17-year-old metabolism is going to catch up okay. to you. And I'm looking out for you. You don't need to be pounding the pot, man. <laughs> I don't. This was a treat. I was out doing some back-to-school shopping, and uh, we were at Old Navy, and they had a cooler by the cash, and I love my Coke in bottles, and they had the tall bottles there, so in the glass bottles. Where are they charging for that? Two dollar. So I don't know what it's like in the rest of the world, but here in Canada, it's hard to find those tall bottles of uh, Coke. Yeah, so, normally we no, only have the with the small little six pack, right? Yeah. What does that cost? Those are at least four dollars. Yeah. That's on sale at four dollars. I don't buy them unless they're in the three dollar range, but we get hosed. You know, it's nice. Uh, it's, it's funny, all the Coke commercials, everyone's drinking these tall glass Coke bottles and here in Canada, you can't buy them anywhere unless you're at a specialty shop or willing to spend some uh, adjusted prices for them at places like Old Navy where we spent uh, 
I don't know, a good hour and a half waiting for my 13 year old to pick something out. And uh, she got one pair of jeans, one pair of jeans. That's all she needs for school. She's set. And she won't, she won't look through the kids jeans, even though her size is there and it's half the price. She's got to look through the ladies jeans size zero in the ladies. Oh, well they have super skinny in ladies. They don't have super skinny in the girls. Oh my God. She's being, I, she's being brainwashed by those dummy yeah. teenagers at school, man. Oh, exactly. And I, I got, I was so out of it. I lost my keys in the store. I never lose my keys. I actually went to leave and I went, I don't have my keys. <laughs> they had fallen out at some point. That never happens. She had me flustered. We also did some, uh, well, how'd you find back? Oh, one of the staff found it on the floor. We also did some, uh, regular, like, uh, shopping at Staples, you know, for the, for the, the pens and the papers and the, uh, pencil cases. Of course, now even pencil cases and backpacks are name brand stuff like these, uh, the kids like these Jan sports bags just for the brand name. And of course they sell pencil, uh, cases as well. $20 for a pencil case, $20. Mm. Now I'm not doing that. I just found it's crazy that their pencil case is $20 and it's just a crappy pencil case with the name brand on it. What grade is she going into? Grade eight. Going to be the big shot in the school. They still use pencil cases. Well, we don't have, I remember when it was cool not to have a pencil case. You just carry one pen, one pencil, and that's it. In your acid wash jeans. Yeah, man. (laughs) Carry as little as possible. That's what the goal is. I held on to a pencil case all throughout my high school career, if I yeah. recall. I know you did. <laughs> well, they were surprised. Well, it was strategic because you could line the inside of your pencil case with uh, crib notes. So I'd have like the Bible written in there. So yeah, many- but they're not supposed to let you put anything on your desk except for uh, the pencil or pen. You're not supposed to have calculators or. Uh, you could, unless they're uh, appropriate for the class, non-programmable nope. pencil case got a pass. You can have your pencil case up there. Wow. Life is different <laughs> on the farm. So I'm digging in there. I need a new pencil. Hold on a second. <laughs> yeah. God forbid you memorize. So yeah, it's funny. You know, these, these kids, I had to buy a pack of pens that were, uh, that match her bedroom. So that was important. Pens had to match her bedroom. You got to rein that shit in, man. This is all what you have to look forward no. to, my friend. Nope. No, no, eh? She has a style that she must uh, keep going. Could you uh, STC pod uh, price adjust anything? No. <laughs> no, I don't think so. No. I don't know what you're talking about. No. It's nice with the little kid, though, the six-year-old. You can totally pick up. You know, I just was at Value Village there and there was uh Columbia winter boots like brand new. So a little you know, price uh modification and uh boom, brand new boots for five dollars. And the kid loves them. Can't do that with an older kid. Won't even go in that store. But you can't be buying uh Sorrells or Columbia boots for under ten bucks, man. That doesn't happen anymore, right? 
I was just trying to remember what kind of boots you got these big, uh, galoshes. My boots. Yeah. They're just, uh, I don't know what they are. Big moon boots. I don't know what they are. They're probably warm, but they're ridiculous. Yeah. Cause they're, they're for doing work in the snow. Yeah. Well, when you're driving into work, what work are you doing? Well, sometimes when I come home from work, a 12 hour shift, there'll literally be two feet of snow in the driveway. So that's what I have to contend with. Mm. We all don't have heated Blah. driveways like oh, Joe. I wish. Oh. <laughs> oh. oh, dear. Uh, I'm exhausted, dude. I was well, up at, uh, Algonquin yesterday because I was oh. visiting a buddy who went up, who he was already up there for the week with his, just him and his son. Oh, you were what? You so went to Algonquin I with promised, just you and your buddy? No, just myself. Just, yeah. Uh, but it was, then it was just going to be you and your buddy there. And his and son. His son. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Hmm. But uh, it was one of those things where I, like the previous three days I had so much little sleep. So I was going to stay overnight and I decided not to. And, uh, so I, I was literally, I woke up at five 30 to go and I didn't leave there till eight 30 and didn't get home till about 1130. <coughs> A three hour drive home was, uh, spotty at best. Well, maybe if you'd had like someone in the car with you to help with the drive, almost. Uh, I almost rear ended somebody. I was so out of it. You, this is ridiculous. Well, you're, it's, it's just this, you're driving in the pitch black. You're getting oh, yeah. tired. <laughs> Pull to a, you know, stuff starts getting all blurry and fuzzy. Get your act together. Whew. Okay. So, so I'm just going to say it. Someone's One, looking out for me. Why wasn't I invited on this trip? It wasn't my place to invite you. And you couldn't have uh, put a little word out there to your buddy who I am buddies with as well. Well, you know him. <laughs> yeah. So that answer, waiting well, for an answer next year. Hmm. You know what? <laughs> Screw you and your Algonquin trip. How about that? Actually, I think next year I'm going to bring my son up and we'll go for the day. Well, screw both of you. How about that? Cause, um, good. Hope uh, the bears get you. I had plenty of fun on my own. Believe me. Believe me. I had plenty of fun. You hear that, everybody? He just screwed my son. My five-year-old son. <laughs> don't say that about your daughters. People feel it for me. They feel the disrespect. Yeah, they felt something you just said. Oh, so what'd you do when you got up there? Nothing. We just... um Played a bunch of baseball, catch, a bunch of bocce ball, a bunch of frisbee. Took his son to the beach for a little bit. Had a little bit of lunch. We did a 13K bike ride. Had uh, dinner, and that was it. You brought your bike? Yeah. Shoved it in the trunk, brought it up. It's good. There's an old... Uh, uh, used to be a railway track where they used to track uh, uh, ship wood from inside the park to out and they've converted it, moved all the rails. And now it's like a big long gravel gravel trail that 
geez, I forget how far it goes, but we did six and a half one way and then turned around and came back. But it was quiet up there because, uh, you know, the calm before the storm, this being the long weekend coming up, which is just how I like it. Nice and quiet, nice and cool too, weather-wise. So it was nice. Oh, that's great. Just seems every time you go up, you spend a boatload of money. Gas, yeah. food. Uh, yeah, you shouldn't have to spend money. See, you're roughing it. It's supposed to be. Well, even for the day trip, I meant just filled up a tank of gas. That's 50 bucks. Brought up a whole bunch of food. That's 30 bucks. Got to buy alcohol. There's that. You got to buy some smokes. There's that. Smokes? What are you smoking? Those the cigars. Well, you're not the only one who got on the bike this week. I did a nice big long 15 kilometer bike ride too. That's good. How do you feel? Yeah. Good, good, good. It was rough coming back. It's always rough coming back. Well, you're on vacation now, right? Hate coming back. I'm on vacation. Yeah, just a little bit, a couple of days off, and. Uh, yeah, I took. Uh, I think you're off the whole week, if I remember correctly. Well, that's two days. There was a couple uh, abandoned houses on the, on this route that I had my eye on for quite a while. I wanted to check out, see what's doing in there. So I got to check those out without having to park a car somewhere. It's great when you're on the bike; you can just slip in and out, unbeknownst to neighbors. Were those the pictures you showed me? Yep, I think I might. Uh, Maybe I'll do a blog post and show some pictures of, of these houses. The one house was uh, like a century home brick farmhouse. And it was, there was nothing to see there. All the floors were gone. Uh, the Like there was nothing, just Joyce's left. So there's nothing to see there. But the other house was pretty cool. It's a small little bungalow. And it, it caught my attention because I've noticed driving by, it has tennis courts. So I checked out the tennis court and beside it is an in-ground pool and a really nice in-ground like keyhole shape shaped pool. And, uh, but the home itself was just a small little bungalow with a little loft in it. And, uh, yeah. So I wanted to see what was doing in there and there'll be some, uh, there'll be some pictures. So I'll put that up on the blog maybe at some point. Beautiful pool. Though. What'd you think of the pool? Well, I told you when I saw the picture, um, based on your picture, it's hard to tell the actual depth perception of the pool, like how deep it was, how, but it looked like you said it was a key shape, a keyhole shaped pool, whereas the deep end was a semicircle and then there was a long rectangle for the rest of the pool. Yeah. But it immediately reminded me of those old estate pools you would see in, uh, you know, down south or something like that. You know, Savannah, Georgia, kind of thing. Maybe hmm. like a big white mansion, just off to the side of it or something like that. Uh, it just seemed out of place though, because you know everything was obviously overgrown. But if you could imagine it clean and brand new, and then this little shit shack of a house beside it, seemed completely out of place. Yeah, still had its diving board. Uh, hmm on there still had the roller for the topper to go on the pool i don't know i'd never go into one of those places by myself anyway seen too many horror movies i know what happens you get ass raped 
Uh, it's been a hobby for, I haven't been able to do much recently, but it's been a hobby I've been doing for a long time. It's just, you know, you always drive by an abandoned house and I wonder what's in there. And so why not just go take a look? And the best ones that have a lot of content still, you know, where you can kind of piece together what happened and who lived there and when they left, what happened. It's cool. Of course, with vandalism nowadays, it's hard to find pristine locations anymore. The, the vandals go crazy. So that's that. When did you start doing that hobby? Always. I want to say always. As as old as I was to could ride a bike and go out on my own, I would look for an abandoned place to look at or something. It's uh, it's something that uh, a lot of people do it. You know, it's called uh, urban exploration or urb X. If you want to look it up online, there's a lot of people doing it. A lot of people uh, take a lot of a lot of footage. A lot of um, a lot of photographers really cut their teeth in. Uh, learning photography, doing abandoned stuff, because it really does. It takes the best pictures like peeling paint where you get the texture of the paint peeling and different colors as each layer of paint peels away. You get some great photos in abandoned places. So, yeah. You think the cool ones would be like uh, the ones that do the abandoned silos and all that stuff. Oh my God. That is, yeah. Well, nice dream of mine. Yeah. To find an abandoned missile silo. I think the coolest one I saw was it was uh it was a really nice house, like a fancy house, and it had an observatory built on the top of it. Uh rotating. There used to be a telescope there. There wasn't when I got there. Uh atop this 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 house. And it was it was quite a house at the time. It had a really super long driveway and it had um like street lamps all the way down the driveway uh, into uh, like you could tell it was a landscaped entrance and all this and a well done house, you know, fancy bathroom with a fancy tub and all that. And you go up into the third floor and it has this big observatory dome. It was, it was pretty crazy. Excellent location. <clears throat> However, would have been nice to go fishing too up in Algonquin, but you know, well, we never went fishing. What can you do? One day, one day I'll meet a, uh, a rich person who will take pity on me and take me up to the, to the wealthy retreats of the Algonquin wilderness. All right, sir. Well, why don't you we get this show on the road? Hold on. You live in Barry. You're surrounded by lakes. It's enough, enough of this bullshit. Let's get this show on the road. You got something to say? I don't think you've given an intro to this show in months. People don't even know what they're listening to. Well, it's because you do your fake intro and it turns everybody off. What episode is this? Hey, we're getting close to yet another milestone. We're at episode oh. 148. Really? <laughs> Really? Yeah. Why Swallow we, your food and let's go. It feels like we should be further along. That, that's a lot. That's a lot, man. That's a lot of episodes. 148 episodes, I guess. Over what? Two years? Three years? God knows. Well, you can thank me later because it was my idea to start this whole thing up. I had to drag you kicking and screaming. 
Mm. You probably don't remember that. No, I don't. But uh, I'll humbly accept credit for us coming upon our 150 episode. But for the time being, guys, you're listening to episode number 148 of SDC Pod. Check out our YouTube channel, youtube.com. So start to continue. And follow Bill on Twitter at SDC Pod. You can check me on Twitter at AC Decepticon. Don't forget to bookmark stcpod.com and listen to us on iTunes under the title search SDC Pod. And if you're listening to us, you have to check out some of the great podcasts, blogs, videos from people in our community at cartridgeclub.org. As always, thanks again for everybody for tuning in every week, normally Friday morning, which is when we post our new episodes. Or if they want to buy something off of Amazon, Bill, where are they? Oh, am I supposed to? Okay. Listen. You know, you you have your uh, you have your laundry detergent to buy. You got your uh, kitchen gadgets to buy. The best place is always Amazon, and you should start at stcpod.com and go through our links to Amazon from our webpage. And that through that you uh, support your favorite podcast without any extra cost to you, just for clicking our link. We get somewhat of a tiny commission for whatever you purchase. So as always, we appreciate everyone who takes that little extra effort to go to sdcpod.com first. Although I don't know if it works. Why do you say, mobile. why do you always say laundry detergent? <laughs> why why <So> not? Un, <laughs> unenticing. <laughs> say, hey, you guys want to buy any kind of shit? You got to buy your electronics? Go to Amazon, buy it there. You got to buy some books? Go there too. Well, because you got to stuff that people use, you use laundry detergent and have to repurchase it every, every so often. So get in the habit of buying it on the Amazon, have it shipped to your door for free. And we appreciate it. We appreciate it very much. Appreciate the support. We're working towards getting a uh, brand new Jan sport pencil case with SDC on it. It will be very cool. Um, but speaking of the Cartridge Club, uh, I want everyone to pay attention. Uh, let's go to a quick little very special announcement, very special message, and we'll be back right after this. Do-do-do-do. This is where you edit something in. You're going to have to remind me again. <laughs> yeah. You will be getting a special record this week, so don't forget. Who? And it will be a minute long. Talking to me? Yeah, well, no, who am I talking to? This is Player One of the Cartridge Club here with a special announcement. This Friday, September the 1st, marks the four-year anniversary of the club, and we are celebrating in style. Over the last few months, a team of club members have been working to develop a new website and some new features for all the CC family, and we're finally ready to unveil it. Starting Friday, September the 1st, we'll have a new store available where you can purchase t-shirts, mugs, phone cases, and other merchandise of all your favorite Cartridge Club shows. To help kick off the start of Season 5, we are launching this store with a flash sale that will run until Sunday at midnight. Next, on Sunday the 2nd, we'll be making our new website live to the public at www.cartridgeclub.org. It'll have the same great shows you already enjoy, but with the new added feature of a community submission page. Yes, for the first time in CC history, Members of the club will be able to submit their own podcasts, videos, and blogs to the site for everyone to enjoy. We are very excited for all the new items coming this weekend, and we hope you like what we've put together. CC Unite.
Okay, and we're back. Thanks, everybody. It does no, I leave not all that sound. In. I leave all that in. You know that, right? Do not leave that shit in. Do not leave that stuff in. That, does that not sound exciting or what? Let me tell you. Am I going to get it? <laughs> you are going to get it. Anyways, I can't reiterate enough. Uh, this September is extremely important for our little cartridge club. Yeah, the beginning of the new season and the new look. The website becomes a new, the forums become a new, and merchandising is all new. Cartridge Club will rise up like the phoenix out of the ashes of the old, and it will be super, super fancy. Mm. I don't like change. <laughs> <laughs> what merchandise do you say? Well, as you must have heard, uh, the T Public store for the Cartridge Club will go live on Friday when this podcast drops is that what the kids say nowadays drops and so on the opening day i think for 48 hours or something it's a flash sale on t public so all the designs on there will be 20 percent off or 30 percent. i don't know 50 percent off i don't know they'll be on sale definitely check out t public and you can search for Cartridge Club, you can search for STC Pod, you can search for Dollar Dorks, whatever you want, but all designs will be located in the Cartridge Club store, and all the creators will benefit from, you know, if you purchase something from Dollar Dorks, it's not like, because it was on the Cartridge Club store, uh, Cartridge Club is going to get all the, the support, it does go back to the creators, so... Uh, it's just uh, cartridge club is the storefront. Are you saying that I can buy, I can finally buy myself my very own STC pod t-shirt for 50% off? <laughs> well, I'm not sure the discount, but you will definitely be able to buy your own designed t-shirt. I know Joe himself designed a t-shirt for STC pod. Wow. And uh, it's incredible. Believe me, folks, wow. it is it is something else. It is fantastic. It is wonderful. As well as many, many, many other fantastic and beautiful designs. I saw that Polykill uh, mug. I think I might pick up one of those. Yeah, there's lots of good stuff. I, the only thing I got to point out to people is like on our site for our designs, they're not all designed as t-shirts first. Some things are just put up there as stickers or as mugs. But T Public kind of organizes them all as T-shirts first. But take a look at the other ways they come out, and you'll see. Oh man, that makes a great sticker, or that'd be cool on a mug, or uh, well, they got uh, you know the travel mugs and stuff, mouse pads, pencil cases, notepads, all, all kinds of stuff. Check it out, T Public, and look for the brand new spanking beautiful Cartridge Club website too in September going to be cool is it, is it going to be easy enough for me to navigate through well i i would think so <laughs> I, i'm going to say yes there's some hesitation there i'm going to say you know we got the top guys on it you know is dean lasagna <laughs> going to let you down no of course not and there was lots of people that came together to figure out what what would be the easiest website what would make it uh, pleasurable for people to browse through and uh, new people, uh, you know, to catch the fish in the net kind of thing. So look for that uh, in September. 
Cartridgeclub.org. Mm. There you go. Uh, Stone cutter insider knowledge there, guys. Read that one in. I how many designs did you end up putting in? I lost count. Yeah, I think I think you did maybe one, but it was it was pretty good. So I only had 10 minutes. What do you want? <laughs> I'm proud of this stuff. You guys have been looking for some more uh hashtag joke and dish merchandise. So we complied and we put that stuff out there for you. Look for the joke and dish branded merchandise. I might work on a new one tomorrow, I think. Get that one up there. Tomorrow? Tomorrow. Oh, you're working tomorrow. <clears throat> yeah, we can't arbitrarily take every single other week off like you do. So it's fine. You screwed me over. I'll probably be working some dummy. Mm. Great. What do they think? What do they say if they're worried about working with Joe? If you're calling them dummies, what are they thinking when they see they, they're working with Joe for the day? Uh, depends who it is. It's the people that I treat nice and they're loving it, man. They're in, they're in for a party. They're in for a good time. Get to talk some shit. <laughs> really? Get to watch some stuff. Hmm. Get to go monkey around for a bit. And then if it's dummies, then I just don't talk to them. I got some really good Joe action on the weekend when we worked together. Let me tell you, well, especially was, the day as, after the flights. Well, as I said, it was a rough weekend. It was also the weekend for the Mayweather-McGregor fight, which I did watch. And uh, it was just, yeah, it was a rough weekend. I apologize. Yeah. It doesn't happen very often, but... For those keeping score, I did not get invited to that fight night either, by the way. So that's uh, well, another bone of contention. Well, let's just say this. It was my place to invite you. It was not <laughs> it was not at my house. I no, it's never I, I understand it's not your place, but you hey, you know, if, hey, you know, uh you got Bill there hanging out uh by himself doing nothing. Yeah, you like him, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I I'm just saying. Anyways. Uh, do you want to mention anything about the fight? Merriweather and uh, Studebaker. What's his name? Um, what was the other guy's name? McGregor. Uh, McGregor. Oh, yeah. The UFC champ there. It was good. I don't know. It went as pretty much as what I expected. You figured a boxer would, with over 20 years experience and undefeated, uh, should be able to beat a non-boxer following boxing rules. And, uh, yeah, McGregor, I think had the first two rounds scored for him. Obviously he was fresh. He came out and then, uh, as per Mayweather, he figures out his opponent's, uh, movement and then just picks him down, puts the pressure on. It was a TKO stoppage in the 10th round. Mm -hmm. Uh, but in Mayweather's defense, he did wobble him. He, he was really unsteady at his feet when the fight was stopped. He had him against the ropes. He was pummeling him. McGregor wasn't mm. defending himself. Well, I don't know if it was that, if it was that bad. Well, I was watching it and you just caught, yeah. you just caught the five second highlight though. Yeah. True. Yeah. I, I'm surprised how fast <laughs> they do call things nowadays. Now, yeah. The ref, I'll be honest with the ref <laughs> should have let it go for about uh, another 10 seconds 
yeah, until it's over. Yeah. Well, again, I don't, I don't watch a lot of modern boxing, but I, I have seen many of the older fights, you know, on those ESPN classics. As those are the fights I like watching with Ali and George Foreman and all those guys who just pound, just not even move, just stand there trading blows for an hour, and uh, that shit wouldn't fly nowadays. No, they've uh, they've tried to not necessarily clean up the sport, but so I don't know what the right word is, make it more socially correct or whatever. But you know, the whole premise is they're trying to look out for the fighters a bit yeah. more, sure. so that their brains don't turn into fucking mush. Mm. Yeah, it's good too. It's as you're right though, like the good old days, like the uh, Arturo Gotti versus Mickey Ward. Those three epic battles those guys had. Hagler Hearns. Some uh some of the earlier Ali fights were really great. Uh a bunch of the Roy Jones Jr. ones, though he was more finesse and usually finished his opponent off. Certainly a lot more action, a lot more I guess blood and guts kind of thing, but it uh you know, especially when you start caring for some of the fighters that have been around for a while and that are crowd favorites if there's ever the chance that some of these guys really start losing badly, it's like, you know, you don't want to have that one final memory of them where they're just, you know, they can't walk out of the ring on their own or you find out that they've got some permanent brain damage a few years down the road. So it's just a sign of the times now, man. Just, uh, it's not what it used to be. Still entertaining, but It'll be interesting to see what the final numbers are for the whole pay-per-view and what and what they actually went home with purse-wise. I think McGregor or McGregor was guaranteed a hundred. Mayweather was supposed to come close to three hundred million. Yeah, that's what I heard after the fact was still three hundred million, and he's eclipsed the one billion mark career-wise. It's funny these guys like. He's eclipsed the 1 billion mark, yet he's got all this tax trouble. (laughs) Yeah, you got to pay the tax, man. Come on. What's the big deal? I don't get that either. Just pay it off right away, and then don't worry about it. But I I don't know. I don't know what kind of person he is, what kind of life he leads. You know, it could be like Mike Tyson, you know, where it was just the money was flying out the door as fast as it was coming in. And not that he was getting all that he should have gotten. I don't know if that still goes on nowadays. Or <clears throat> well, it does, but Mayweather, is his, excuse me, he's his own promoter. So the money goes right to him. Wow. Especially, especially for this fight. I'm not sure when he started up uh, Mayweather promotions. It's certainly been a number of years. So I'd probably say like in the last five years, that's why he's been so wealthy. A lot of it's gone directly to him. Instead of having to go through, uh, you know, other promoters and paying off everybody else and whatnot. Anyway, speaking of abandoned places, you want to see something fantastic. Look up Mike Tyson's old mansion. His, uh, his old place was, um, well, someone got into it and Herb Exer got in there to take some photos. It's just crazy. This house, just insane. What do you mean? It's empty? Yeah, it was completely empty. Uh, it was all 80s style, right? So a lot of uh, 
plush carpeting and stuff. And uh, it was just a massive property. It had a huge indoor pool. Of course, it was uh, unattended, so it had massive algae blooms floating in it. And then outside, he had he did have tiger cages, like <laughs> because you need those. That's good, good to spend money on. It's just a wild place. Look that up someday. But that's that was like after he left it, right? It was it's since been bought by somebody or torn down or something, right? I don't know. I the last time I that was probably five years ago I looked at it. So I don't know what the deal is with it nowadays, but it was no. just, yeah, closed up. You think for the land that it was on, someone would probably grab it up. Could oh. be. Could you be. been out, uh, you've been out thrifting at all or anything? Uh, briefly yesterday, uh, did some value village. Like I said, got those boots. I also got a, uh, another game guide. Uh, for, what? uh, uh, whatchamacallit there, uh, hmm, it's escaping good, me. Good game. <laughs> you know, the, the RPG where you run into all the Disney characters. Uh, you, you don't like RPGs. You mean Kingdom Hearts? Kingdom Hearts 2. Yeah. And it's like a super collector's edition, not for resale. That would have been part of some giant, you know super collector's edition as an art book, as well as the game guide and this nice folding thing. And, uh, they had a price sticker of seven ninety nine on it. So I outrageous. Just, I just ripped that sticker off and uh, I don't know what happened. Get up to the cash and the guy's like, Oh, that's, um, hmm, children's magazine. Like, yeah, probably. So dollar 99. That's what it should be. But that's it. There's no, there is games in the glass, but they are outrageously priced, like beyond outrageously priced. What games are there? Uh, I don't know. I never got a picture saying if I wanted any. No, no one's bought, like they've been there for two weeks. That's how expensive they are, that even the dummies aren't buying them. It's just crazy, outrageous prices. So which ones were they? I don't remember. They have like some Halo 3 steel steel book something they're disc based games well there's uh super mario 3 is there as well yeah i think so i, I don't remember but it is wow. it, the last time i looked it was all outrageous and they've been there for close to a month what happened to them rotating their stock i don't know they don't do that the class k stuff I don't know. They're so concerned now with Halloween that uh, I think they don't care about anything. Mm. This is where they make their nut every year is Halloween because half that goddamn store gets taken over by retail Halloween stuff. So where did they get the Halloween uh, supplies from? I don't know. China. It's all brand new stuff, but they outfit like at least half the store with uh, Halloween stuff. Was brought in by what the Value Village uh, Corporation? Yeah, I'd, I'd assume, and then and dispersed throughout their chains. Does your Value Village not like oh, yeah. go crazy? Of course, man. And my retard didn't put all that shit up. I hate the Halloween decorations. Yep, but I think that's where they make a big chunk of their money every year. 
What did you get, Mad Value Village? Uh, just some shit stuff, man. <laughs> Bunch of Wii games, cheap. I forget what they're even called, man. I gotta open my bag here. Was it that rabid stuff or rabbits? Yeah. I never played that stupid chain, but uh, me neither. Well, I upgraded a copy of We Play because mine was a uh, not joking dish. So now I can bundle this with a Wii I've been trying to sell. Oh yeah, I'll take I'll take your bad disc. I'll put that with my bundle to sell. I got to put it with my bundle. I just said. Yeah, but you got two now. Yeah, one well, keeping. Oh wait, no, I already sold that bundle. I don't need it. Yeah, I sold mine. Yeah, you said it at the start of the show. Got this raving rabbits TV party game. Whatever that piece of shit is. <laughs> and then uh, Rayman Raving Rabbits and Rayman Raving Rabbits 2. Did you pay up for that stuff? Sorry? Did you pay up for it? No, I paid... Uh, Uh, was it seven bucks for all four? See, someone will have to explain to me how you do that because there is no way those are priced that cheap at value. Yeah, they screwed up at mine. They screwed up big time. There is no way they put like 99 cents on a video game. They screwed up. They screwed up. Caught them slipping. Hmm. Ah. Sometimes a little guy has to win. <laughs> hey, you know what? You just sold that uh, Risk Lord of the Rings game, right? Uh, yes, I did. I saw one today in there, um, just like that one. Remember, you said yours was myth. It was complete, except it was missing one thing, uh, which was the one ring, <laughs> which is the one thing everyone would want in the game. Yours was missing. It's got nothing to do with the gameplay, so who cares? Yeah. Well, because it's the one ring, what else would everyone care about? Because the fucking dorks like to have a little gold ring on while they're playing a game. <laughs> yeah, well, why wouldn't you if you could have it? Anyways, yours did not, and you still managed to sell it. Congratulations. But the the version I saw today had two rings in it. Crazy. Can you imagine that? You it had two rings. You should have taken them out and just kept them. <laughs> if my name was Joe, I might have done that. It had an extra ring, but it was missing one of the dice. So it didn't bother uh, getting it's it. It's hard to find dice. So that game's yeah. absolutely useless. No, I didn't know what else would be doing if the dice was actually, there was supposed to be two. There's like two decks of cards and there's supposed to be two action cards or something. Right. And I couldn't find those two action cards either. So I thought something was up with that game uh, and they still wanted seven bucks for the game. Yeah, they're even raising up the board game prices. It's ridiculous. Everything's like five ninety nine now. Those pricks. Board games should be two dollars, dollar ninety nine. But I was, I'm glad I, I picked up like five board games, and no, four, five, whatever, cheap. And then I basically just doubled what I paid for them. So I thought it was going to be a bit of a risky move, um, but they weren't just you know couple of vintage games and a couple of newer ones. I just thought I bundled it together and it took a, took a couple of weeks, but I'm glad I finally got rid of them. I don't think I'll do that again, but I'm having a hell of a time trying to sell this Nintendo Wii uh, bundle because of your prices. Uh, well, 
according to what I've sold ones in the past for. What was that? Yeah. My, take that phone away from the mic. I heard all that. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, I'll static you again. Piece of shit, Samsung. <laughs> no, I'm trying. I got this bundle with uh, two games too. So, and an extra set of controllers. Yes, but you do have to be willing to wiggle a little bit with a Wii nowadays. Um, I had some sales, you know, you were there on Friday. I brought all, a bunch of stuff to work with me so I could uh, use the let go app, which is another, another selling kind of application on your phone. And I could do it in the larger market at work while I was there. And uh, I put up three things, no, two things, three things. Yeah. I put up a, like a tote box of games. And then I put up a super Nintendo and I put up, uh, uh, N64 and geez, I sold quite a bit that day. That phone was just going off the hook. So that really worked out bringing that stuff to the larger market. And all three of the, uh, meetings I booked with people, they all showed up and they were all on freaking time and they all had money. And even one guy bought more stuff than what he said he was going to get. So, man, that was the best selling day I've had in a long, long time. It was very good. I loved it. <clears throat> I did have a weird one. If you can pardon my phone for a second on the let go today. I put that picture up of the tote box of games one more time, but in my area. So it's just a box. It's the leftovers from the game show. And uh, you can see all the spines of all the games and all the games have the prices on the spine. So I put that ad up and I get a response from this person. Maybe you can figure out what this person uh, wanted from me. Again, the pictures there with all the games prices on all the spines. I get this message. How many do you have? Question mark. I look at how many do you have? Well, they're kind of all there in the picture, but uh, all right. So I type in uh, what's in the picture is what's available. Very, very plainly. And then a little time after that, she writes back. How many do you have in total? Well, you got the, the picture of all the games. Does she want me to count the games in the picture for her? I, I do not know what's going on. So I didn't even answer at that point. I let that person go. <laughs> do you understand what she's wanting? What, what, what is, what is the line of questioning here? How many do you have? I don't know. How many in total? The only thing I could think of is, was there some way that she might not be seeing a picture? Like she was notified about the ad or something, right? Is there a way that she gets notified without seeing like a text space, like video game lot for sale or games for sale? That's all I could think of. Like if you, if you look at the picture, you. Uh, it's always something with people. I did. Yeah. yeah. It is posted as various video games, prices marked, and then the picture and this app is all picture based. Uh, That's the good thing about let go is basically all you have to do is 
take a picture. You don't even have to put the subject line or what it is. Uh, let go will figure out what it is and put it wherever it's wherever it puts it. You just need to put a picture up and let go takes care of the rest. I had a picture. How many you got there? Well, let me count it for you. One, two. I, I have no idea what this what this person wanted. It's driving me crazy. And I think I might do the same myself. Bring in my uh my uh whatever you call this thing, big Tupperware bin of games and console shit and, and see what happens. Try the larger market. Well, I only had success with uh someone bought one of the like one of the games out of it and yeah, I had gave you eighty bucks for it. Well it that was that was a that was a top game right there. Let me Whatever, tell you, man. that was no, top. It's not a fucking top game. It was a top game. I didn't even want to let it go, and I tried. I tried not to let it go when I met the guy. I'm like, you know what? I got this one loose. If you want me to keep the complete one, you can have the loose one. Save some bucks, you know. Keep some money in your pocket. It was uh, Super Smash Melee for the uh, GameCube. That's and I had it loose for half price. Why didn't it sell at the show? Well, remember, we had the conversation before the show what no, no, price no. I should put this, on it. This was the top game. Why did it not sell at the show? Because I put stupid money on it. Because I'm like, I'll put a crazy price on it. Well, it's not really that crazy if you look at if you look at the market. It's not really you don't even, You don't even care about playing it. But it it's one of those statement pieces in a collection that you no, should it's have. Not. It's not a statement piece. You should have that in your GameCube collection. So I would have been happy to keep it, but if someone wants to give me crazy money, I will take it. And so that person did. So there. And now I don't have it in my collection, and I feel kind of bad about not having it. You got a loose copy. I do have it loose. Yeah. I will sell that too if you want it. Nope. I do, For not half care price. About, I do not care about that. Sony guts half price. Sony guts. <clears throat> I don't know if I'm going to get this journey done in time, dude. <laughs> yeah. In time. Cause it takes you all of an hour and a half to play it. I want to really just put it in. I want to savor it though. Is that the idea? You play it all at once and that's how you savor it. Yeah. No, you got to play it all at once. Just, just, yeah, there will be its own pace. It's not like you can slow it down or speed it up really that much. Just, it's like a movie. You're just sitting down for a movie. Just play it. For those of you that don't know, I lent Joe a copy of Journey. So the one he, can the get one he stole at me from the last Barry, uh, second last Barry game exchange. Uh, you didn't even know you fucking sniped that it. you wanted it. I was, you, I was, I'm, I saw my eyes were on it. Oh, balls. You were nowhere near no, me. You and I were Piece talking. Suddenly my eyes diverted. I saw it. You go, no. you turn, you go, what's you follow my eyeline site. What's he looking at? <laughs> Boom. Bite. You hip check me. No. I'll that's a that typical. Drink. That's you a pulled, typical. You pulled what that fucking hillbilly uh, scavenger did to you at the yard sale. No, this, this is a typical game exchange. Tall tale that you get on SDC. I was Pod. moving in and you're, you got, you beat me just by yelling. I'll take that journey. You know how I can prove it to you? I'll ask you who the vendor was. It was a uh, Bowser's fart sack. Nope. Yeah, it was. So you are wrong and you do you. That is a complete lie. It was Mr. Tall. 
Who's that? The tall guy that we always see at these things. I call him Mr. Tall. He gives me good deals. Super tall guy. He's sometimes there with his dad, who's also tall. He's there with his Oh, that guy. I don't like that guy. No, no, he's all, no, he's always very friendly. Mm. Uh, maybe you're free. No, it's not. I know who you're talking about. Maybe you don't. Where we, there's, what? There's another guy who's there with his dad, and it's not that guy. It's the tall guy. <laughs> nope. It's not how I remember. Not interested. It's not how I remember the story. Recore. Not interested. Nope. No interest in don't that. Don't like the title. Confusing title. I don't know what that game means. Oh, man. Hey, you know, um, I saw something interesting today. You know, I was a giant fan of Dunkirk in the IMAX uh, exhibition. I saw an interesting thing today that it will be played out. You will have another chance to see it, Joe, and people in Toronto. Flock of nerds, I'm talking to you. Dunkirk will be screened in the Cinesphere at Ontario Place. Tickets go on sale sometime in September, I think. It's part of TIFF. So you got to stop what you're doing. Get these tickets. Cinesphere, which has been shuttered for quite a while, will be opening its door for screenings during TIFF. And Dunkirk will be played. And Christopher Nolan is even going to be there for a little, little chat afterwards. So that, that'll be something. Mm. Mm. That would entail me going downtown Toronto. Mm. No, you're going to Ontario Place. It's kind of outside Same. downtown. It's downtown. It's right no, the well, it's at the yeah. That's western downtown. western edge of downtown. Well, yeah, but you're you're parking on site. You're not seeing any bit of Toronto that you're afraid of, so you'll be fine. Mm. I don't know. Anyways, I suggest any of my Toronto listeners to check that out for sure. Speaking of flockiners, did you see their latest video? I watched it today. Uh, what what an incredible piece, man. It was it was spectacular. I know people might be getting tired of the Barry Game Exchange stuff, but this goes beyond that. This video, it's yes, it summarizes a little bit of the Barry Game Exchange experience, but also brings to light the Cartridge Club experience. And it's a bit of a love letter. And I think anyone would get something out of this video, not just cartridge clubbers. It was so well done. And uh, if you have any kind of question about what, what does he keep going on about this cartridge club? What, you know, I'm kind of interested, but I don't really want to put the effort in to learn about it. Just check out this video from the flock of nerds and uh, you'll see it. It's spectacular. I loved it. <clears throat> should be on the front page of the cartridge club should be one of those pop-ups that you're forced to watch but you'll want to watch it because it's that good it's that compelling it's good stuff so and if i'm in promotion mode i'll just keep going since joe's muted his mic and i'll just keep talking i want to give a nice big heads up to uh check out retro revolutions his final video on the psp is either out right now or is just about out. Jared, Retro Revolution, Retro Revolutions, uh, Retro Faith. I don't know. He goes by so many names. 
check out Jared's video. He consolized a PSP and it's been quite a saga of multiple videos seeing all of this come together. A lot of crazy solder work being done, like microscopic, just perfect stuff going on. And all the while through every step, you're wondering, well, he's done that, but how are you going to do this? And how does that happen? How do you do this? And he answers every question along the way. Like, where are you going to put the little game disc? Where does that go? And how are you going to get the power going to it? Or what the heck to use for a controller? You know, all this stuff. Anyways, he's got it all figured out. He's going to have this awesome, like, custom PlayStation console with a PSP somehow married inside of it. And I just can't wait to see the, the finale, see how this thing comes out. That would be cool. Right? I don't know why he's muted. He's muted. I'm yeah. What, what is going on? I just had him muted. I had to do some business for a second. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, Jared. Yep. Good stuff. Check it out. What were you working on? I had to do some business. You had to do business while we're doing a record. That is Ugh. some and on that that note, quality. That's some quality STC podcasting right there. I think people would appreciate me doing business. Maybe they'll find out what it is later on. Oh, maybe it's going to be a reveal. Right. And on, and on that teaser note, we've come to the end of another show, Bill. What a great show. Learned a lot today. <laughs> yeah. More importantly, I learned where people can find us. You find us on Twitter, STC Pod, AC Decepticon. You can find us on iTunes under STC Pod. You can go to cartridgeclub.org. Check out the new revamp, which is happening when, Bill? When this sucker comes out, you're going to see it, I'm pretty sure. That'll be this Friday, which is September what? 1st. And we'll be able to buy our new t shirts on Friday. Or mugs, or stickers, mugs. or even wall art. You can get a canvas of our stuff. Uh, if you guys, ladies, if you want the STC pod dildo, it'll be out Friday. <laughs> there's a Bill version, and then there's the one you want to get, Joe version. <laughs> Mine's got the little anal tickler that plugs into your butthole. Oh, brilliant. That's why you went muted for so long. You're writing out this bit. Brilliant. Uh, that's not what I was doing. This is not a bit. It's all true. <laughs> all right. Uh, it's T public, by the way. That's what I said. T public.com. You can check out our friends at Teespring as well. <laughs> <laughs> Just follow the link. Go to sccpod.com or you can find the link at cartridgeclub.org as well. Well, I'm excited. I can finally get an STC pod shirt after all these years. Not being able to afford one. Yep. It will be cheaper. I can't find your picture. Oh, there you are. You disappeared on me. You've orchestrated another great ending. I thought so. Poster and poster, brother. Children be That's what they say.